Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kroger Tender Ray Beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. Friends, maybe you've noticed your family getting a little restless at the dinner table these last few days. Maybe you've caught that when's it coming gleam in their eyes. Well, you can bet they're all looking forward to the holidays because holidays mean feasts of wonderful poultry cooked as only you can cook a duck, goose, chicken, or turkey. And the wise woman knows that she can depend on Kroger's poultry to do justice to her cooking. Yes, Kroger's birds are the best birds in town, the plumpest, tenderest, juiciest, best-cooking birds you've ever enjoyed, and chock-full of country-fresh flavor. No, ma'am, nothing run of mine about Kroger's poultry. It's all specially selected for folks like you who demand the very best, For instance, look at those famous four-point blue ribbon turkeys. You'll say you've never seen anything so plump and full of fine flavor meat. It melts in your mouth. It's positively delicious and juicy and sweet. That's because these remarkable four-point blue ribbon turkeys are, one, raised in the best turkey-growing areas by experienced turkey farmers. Two, scientifically fed to make them plump and juicy. Three, expertly dressed with all the care you'd take yourself. And four, the ones that reach your Kroger store are specially chosen to please exacting people like you. Just try one and see. But remember, only your Kroger store has genuine four-point blue ribbon turkeys. Order one now. And now, hearts in harmony. Penny's mother, Grace, whose husband Jed is ill in Mapleton, made a surprise visit to Rossville. But Penny was so anxious to tell her mother about her new job with Professor Rogers, no word of Jed has yet been mentioned. And as Penny talks more about her new position, her mother is increasingly enthusiastic. It pays all that money, Penny? Mm -hmm. Why, that seems impossible for a job like that. Oh, I thought so, too. And I told Professor Rogers there must be some mistake about it, but he said that was the money allowed for his assistant. But, Penny, that's so much. Oh, I'll work for it, darling. Professor Rogers said the hours would be terribly long. So... You see, there's an explanation for the high salary. The laboratory's heavily endowed. Well, it must be. Oh, I'm so happy for you, darling. <laughs> I knew you would be. And I know that Jet. Good heavens, Mother! How thoughtless and selfish of me. I didn't even ask you about Jet. Well, I've only been here a few minutes, dear. And if there'd been anything really vital to tell you about Jed, I'd have told oh, you. Oh, I should at least have had the courtesy to ask. How is he, darling? Fine. He's out of bed now. But he promised not to go to work again till next week. Well, then he's going to be all right. Well, you know Jed, Penny. He'll always be all right. <laughs> yeah. I guess he will at that. I'm the only thing that wears him down. And he's so busy with his new job in Mapleton, he, he doesn't see too much of me. Oh, tell me something, Penny. Mm-hmm. Well, um, only if you want to, dear. But I heard that you worked in Jed's office for Johnny Keith for a few days. Well, yes, um, just for a few days. But why for just that short time? I'm awfully surprised Professor Rogers had to give you a job. Why didn't Johnny offer you one? He did, darling. I originally intended to go to work for Johnny, but then I thought it best not to. Well, Mother, I... 
I stopped working for Johnny because his wife is coming home. Alice is well? Oh, that's marvelous. Yes, we all think it is, but Johnny and I agreed that it wasn't a very good idea if Alice came home and found me working in Johnny's office. Oh, nonsense. If Alice is half the girl I know she is, she'll think it was grand. That's a big if, darling. She may have changed a great deal since she's been away. And according to Johnny, her letters indicate that she's changed. Her letter indicated it? Yeah. Yes, it made me realize that Alice is going to be a different girl from the Alice who went away. Well, in what respect, dear? She's going to be selfish, which is something she never was. Well, she certainly wasn't. She's going to be suspicious. And she used to be the most trusting soul in the world. But you can't tell all this from a letter, dear. I think you can, darling. Johnny read me parts of it. There was something written between the lines that I didn't like. Something that warned me not to be too near Johnny when Alice comes home. Well, I I won't try to argue into something you don't want to do. But I know Jed would be tickled to death to have you and Johnny both working in his office here. That's one of the things Johnny and I liked about it. We knew that you and Jed would be awfully pleased. You can still do it, darling. No, Mother. I think the less I see of Johnny from now on, the better it'll be for all concerned. Oh, Penny, under the circumstances, do you think you have to put him completely out of your life? I wonder. Well, I don't see why you should. Oh, there may be many reasons. Maybe I should have been smart and put him out of my life a long time ago. Now, why do you say that? I don't know. It's just something that occurred to me. I guess that's as good enough reason as any for saying it. Penny, may I ask you something? Anything you like, Mother. Oh, don't answer this if you don't care to. But how much do you love Johnny? As much as ever? That'd be kind of hard to say. You do love him, don't you? I'd be a fool to say I didn't. But... Do you love him as much as you used to? No, I don't. Well, then everything will be all no, right. No, Mother, you didn't let me finish. I love him more now than I ever did before. Oh, darling, I'm sorry. So am I. Now you see why it was so important for me to quit my job at Jed's office with Alice coming home. Yes, darling, I do. And Johnny... Does he feel the same way? I don't know. I can't be sure. Well, I think you can be, Johnny. You mean that you think he loves me as much as he ever did? If not more. It must be pretty awful for him, then. If he loves me, he can't love Alice, too, and yet he has to live with her. Oh, I think he loves Alice. I'm sure he does, Penny. Well, how is that possible? Oh, I don't know how to explain it exactly, but... There are ways of being completely in love with one person and in love merely to a degree with another. Well, is that degree enough to make him happy with Alice? To make Alice happy with him? Oh, there are many successful marriages based only on the slightest degree of love, darling. Successful? To all outward appearances, and as far as the man and woman involved can tell from each other's actions, where the difficulty, the heartache and suffering are is inside. After a few years, even that goes away, too. What is there in place of it? Nothing. An emptiness. 
But it's an emptiness that isn't noticed by either of them. Because they've forgotten what it was like to feel differently. Oh, how awful. Well, oh, I hope they are in love with each other, terribly in love. I prefer that to having either one of them unhappy. Oh, don't worry about Johnny or Alice, Penny, dear. Worry about yourself. Oh, you sound a little bit like Freddie. Freddie? Freddie Lang. Oh, yes, I'd almost forgotten about him. How's he getting along? Oh, he's turning out to be a fine young man. You'll be proud of him. Well, if he turns out well, it's you I'll be proud of. Oh, how upset I used to get at the mere thought of him. But you like him now. He's my self-style protector. Oh? <laughs> he even started lecturing to me about thinking of myself first and others later. Well, that's very good advice. If it isn't carried too far. I know, but Freddie wants me to carry it out 100%, of course. <laughs> but that's Freddie. He doesn't really mean it. No trouble from him anymore, then? Oh, you'll be more than satisfied with him. But be careful of one thing, darling. Don't hurt his feelings. He has sudden lapses into his old belligerent self when his feelings have been hurt. Oh, thanks for the warning, dear. I'll be on my guard. Well, he doesn't get violent, just a little bit stormy. <laughs> of course, if he asks you to go to a movie, go if you feel anything at all like it, will you? Otherwise, he'll go into a tirade about... How you think you're too good for him? Well, if he asked me to go to the movies tonight, I think I'll accept. I think I'd like to go to a picture show. Good heavens, it just dawned on me. I shouldn't go to dinner with Professor Rogers now that you're here. You'll go to dinner with Professor Rogers and there'll be no arguments about it. No arguments about it. Hello? Hello, uh, may I speak to Miss Gibbs, please? I'm sorry, sir. Miss Gibbs isn't in. Oh, I see. Well, this is Professor Stuart Rogers. Who's this? This is Nora. Oh, hello, Nora. I've heard about you. I'm Freddie Lang's uncle. Oh, you're the handsome professor. I've heard about you, too. <laughs> well, if you heard handsome, Nora, someone was telling you about the wrong professor, I'm afraid. Oh, no. Uh, uh, look, uh, when will Miss Gibbs be in? Well, uh, I don't know, Professor Rogers. Um, she and her mother went downtown to buy a new hat. Oh, crickets, I shouldn't have said that, maybe. Oh, uh, to buy a new hat? Yes. I see. Well, I'm, I'm glad you told me, Nora. I think I know why, too. Yes, sir. I guess you do. Uh-huh. Uh, look, uh, Nora, would you do me a favor, please? Oh, yes, Professor, if I can. Well... Don't tell Miss Gibbs I phoned. It, uh, it wasn't for anything important anyway. No, sir, I won't tell her if you don't want me to. Well, I, I don't want you to. All right. Now, now, you be a good girl and keep that promise, will you? Oh, cricket, yes, Professor Rogers. I'll keep it. That's good. Well, thanks and goodbye. Goodbye, sir. Now, why? Why are people always telling me things and then telling me not to tell anybody? I've got to ask my dad. Oh, Professor Rogers, it's been a wonderful evening. Oh, I've enjoyed it too, Miss Gibbs. I uh, haven't bored you. Oh, not one bit. <laughs> Have I bored you? Well, you used to irritate me terribly, Professor, but believe me, you've never been a bore. Uh, well, I'm. I'm glad of that. I uh, irritated you, too, didn't I? 
Oh, slightly at times. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to stop irritating each other from now on, aren't we? Well, I hope so. And Well, unless something I, I have to tell you now will turn you against me for all time. Oh, that sounds serious. It is. I, I don't know quite how to say it. It's... Well, it's been in my mind all evening, You mean but to say I... that you've had something on your mind all evening and you haven't told me about it? Well, I, I knew about it this afternoon, and I, I called your house to tell you about it this afternoon, but... Well, now I'm glad I didn't. Well, Nora didn't tell me that you called the house this afternoon. Well, I, I, I made her promise not to. I knew you'd want to know why I was calling, and... Well, I, I saw no reason for both of us to have an unhappy evening. Oh, and you've been unhappy this evening. Oh, in one respect, Miss Gibbs. It really was a pleasure being with you, and I, I, I hope we can have more evenings together for a long time to come. But, well, Miss Gibbs, there's something about the job I have to tell you. Well, go ahead. Tell me. All right, and I'll be blunt about it, too. Something's come up. The finance board called me this afternoon and told me that you just... Won't do for the position. Oh, I see. I'm sorry, Miss Gibbs. I don't know why, and... Well, they wouldn't tell me why, but... I'm afraid you've lost your job. No, Professor. No, I don't think I've lost it. It seems to me that I never really had it. So, Penny Gibbs is out of a job again. Why did the finance board refuse to let her have it? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. What do you look for in poultry, madam? Do you like firm, sweet-flavored, tender meat? Do you like juiciness? Do you go for that hard-to-describe but easy-to-taste country-fresh flavor? Do you prefer a bird that's plump with clean, crisp skin, with plenty of breast and fat legs and wings? Well, that's the sort of poultry you get at your Kroger store, the best birds in town. You see, Kroger's poultry is specially chosen to please hard-to-please people like you. And that's why it comes out of your oven tasting better, more flavorful, tenderer, juicier. For instance, those aristocrats of the poultry kingdom, four-point blue ribbon turkeys. Now, these birds are better, four ways better. They're raised in the finest turkey-raising areas by master turkey growers. Then they're scientifically fed, actually coddled, to make them plumper and more tender. Next, they're dressed expertly, as carefully as you would dress a prize bird. And the ones that finally reach your Kroger store are specially selected for folks like you. Why don't you order a famous four-point blue-ribbon turkey at your Kroger store now? Now your local announcer. <laughs>